0: Trust us on this. This show contains adult information and opinions. Please protect small children, sensitive pets, fragile houseplants, and liberal relatives. Thank you. But Warthog, he's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness! And he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, James. Help, me. Help. help in the Mellon Law studio Milton Law the only official law firm partner of the
1: University of Florida uh, Gators, let me turn down my little machine here that's i have um neglected to
0: uh turn off in my i guess i know how to do it anyway i'm hearing myself echo let me put this away uh I'm a one-man pilot here. I have to figure out a co-pilot and checklist and all that. I was
1: listening to my voice on another microphone here. Well, well, well. Anyway, here we are, and we are uh, brought to you by Melon Law, the only first official law firm partner in the studio here. And, of course, we are protected 24-7, 365 by crime prevention. So um, welcome to the Ward Scott Files. And um, Coach Hog locker room has always been fun. I was a coach for a while and stay have stayed around the athletic world as much as possible. Keeps you young, keeps you going. And I'm always interested in, um, you know, the ever-increasing value, as they say, in the automobile world of um, the product. And these guys are being paid more and more and more and bigger and bigger uh, venues and more excitement. i got a hand at the NBA right now. With the exception of the blowout last night, which I saw coming, uh, as soon as the uh, Boston Celtics got their home crowd involved, um, the the, uh, tank, uh, the opponent didn't have a chance, Philadelphia Eagles, and they blew them out. But it's really a great product right now. If you get a chance to watch this center from Denver, he's the best center in the league. He's tremendous. I don't know who's going to win it. Maybe Denver or – I got Denver and uh, – Los Angeles lined up is probably the guys who will be knocking heads for it all. They seem to have the most talent and the most experience, and um, we'll see how that works out. It's very exciting to watch. It's basically a track meet with guys stopping every once in a while, three-point shots, which you almost never miss. And then if you got a lot of, uh, of course, uh, a couple of big guys could dominate down below and be very exciting to watch. So NBA. There's a big story right now, of course, about Brittany Griner. Uh, Brittany Griner, as you know, is a WNBA star. Uh, She made international headlines after being arrested while attempting to travel from Moscow with cannabis oil in a vaping cartridge in her luggage right after the war began in Ukraine. And um, Now she's singing a different tune about the star Spangled Banner. Before uh, she didn't stand for it, actually literally did not stand and encouraged her her teammates not to stand and went through all this kind of protest garbage that I don't know where it comes from. It's residual racism. You know, it's 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 in the I don't know, it's in the air, it's in the water. Um, They're somehow taught to believe that, you know, they got screwed this way and that way. But, you know, let them travel to a different country and, and get a little different view on everything. And it's probably healthy, probably good. We probably need to send more people here to different countries so they can see what's going on. We have people who don't go anywhere their whole lives and yet they think they know the world. So she and her teammates stood for the Star Spangled Banner before the preseason game Saturday night. Uh, She said that hearing the national anthem, it definitely hit her different. Uh, She said it's like when you go uh, to the Olympics, you're sitting there about to get gold put on your neck. The flags are going up and the anthem is playing. It just hits different. So now the Phoenix Phoenix Mercury coach agrees. Uh, We looked at each other and we just had chills. Now, this is kind of interesting to track because a lot of these girls who come to these teams, Louisiana State University is a good example, are pretty rough and pretty tough. And they have a lot of, uh, shall we say, ghetto in them. And that's how they think and how they play. And they're great. But this Griner could be a leader among this and bring back some patriotism, rightfully so, and put it in perspective. This is why I'm covering the story with you. Um, she now has a love for the Star Spangled Banner. She said it hits her differently. Um, it was Griner who said in 2020, if you recall, that the playing of the national anthem at sporting events should be stopped altogether. Breitbart has covered this in a pretty good analysis. A lot of other uh, articles about sports are covering this. So it's out there now. Uh, The playing of the national anthem at sporting events, she said, in 2020 should be stopped altogether. And that was to show solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Um,
0: And Black Lives Matter at that time was, you know, going around burning things in the country. So you got to think that that was a good thing. Um,
1: And it's going to see how it plays it out. She has a chance to really be a leader here. She still says um, um, she's she's um, back then, of course, she was protesting. She wasn't going to even come out of the locker room for the national anthem. And she had said then. If the league wanted to play the national anthem, that was fine. It will be all season long. She says, I won't be out there. And so here she spent some time at the jug in Russia and learned that she didn't have to be released and looked back and saw that her country really was, hey, a little special. And all of a sudden she had a change of heart. So... I don't know how much influence she's got with the radical leftists, Uh, the uh, anti-anthem wackadoos, as the Breitbart columnist calls it. But uh, on a personal level, she's had an epiphany. Um, Yet the vast majority of radicals in this country oppose the anthem. Uh, They're not remotely patriotic. Uh, They're under the ultra-privileged notion. That America is a tyranny. Um, they, meanwhile, have three squares a day drinking water. And they, they think they know poverty, but they don't really. Um, so they stereotype the conservatives. And uh, you know how all that goes, a division in the country. So maybe when Greiner was realizing that she was going to be in a Russian work camp, for nine and a half years. Maybe this led to a real significant change in the way in which uh, these players begin to participate in uh, these public arenas known as big time sports. Well, that's all well and good. I wanted to bring it to your attention. <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought it would. <clears throat> was one of the more important stories that we can cover about basketball. In this case, it's women's basketball.
0: In this case, it's Brittany Griner. Lately, I've been a little more interested in baseball. And you may have noticed, and Jason
1: Gay has written about this, that baseball is um, working more briskly. Um, we have a speedy new era of baseball. Uh, there's a rule change behind it. It's the 15-second time clock, which keeps pitchers focused on their next delivery. And the formerly, you know, jittery, fussy hitters stay now in the batter's box instead of eternally rearranging their gloves and fiddling with this and playing with that. Um, they're on the clock and the clock swells to 20 seconds when the runners are on base. But the, the jury, so to speak, of uh, people who watch this game feel that the clock has radically improved the TV experience. The innings are flying by more quickly. Uh, games can actually be finished uh, in uh, much less time. Um, and so uh, this is the way in which um, the game is now being played, so if you notice if it going a little faster, the reason for it going faster is the clock. and uh, uh, Brisk baseball is now what it's called. Um, the uh, time clocks sit right off home plate uh, within the eye line of the pitcher and batter, and uh, they have a d- digital numeric host telling everyone when it 's time. So to speak, to sit down for dinner. Therefore, the joke. Uh, the lags are very scarce. Uh, there's a promptness now, and things are uh, moving along at this brisk pace. Um, there are some uh, uh, old timers who want the snail crawling rate of baseball, but I think this one's here to stay particularly when you see the pace at which basketball, pro basketball is played, you see the pace at which uh, um, uh, and, uh, football is played. And so you got to compete uh, for the television audience. So um, the clock um, is, is ticking, and it's a new speedy, speedy era of baseball.
0: Well, 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 it's uh, a <clears throat> looks as if the University of Florida will have a softball tournament here in the SEC.
1: We're not doing so well in softball this year um, for the first time, really, in my recent memory. And the key is um, pitching. You know, it all comes down in softball, especially to pitchers. And if you've got uh, one or two great ones, uh, you can carry that team the whole season. Alabama has one, and they're rare. And now with the NIL and the transfer portal, the competition is really hyped up, and the, kind of the ball is in their court, so to speak, because they can kind of command what they're looking for uh, since they're so rare and since they're so important. They are really the key to – now, Florida has, on the other hand, the SEC player of the year, a uh, young lady who can really clock the ball. And uh, uh, you can take a look. I've forgotten her name, who she is, but somebody out there on the on – the, uh, watching the, may, Doug Whitaker from, from Mexico may even know. I can't remember her name, Doug, but she is great. And, um, and I watch her, and everybody – likes to see her. She's fast. Uh, she's, um hits well and, um, and has really been the bright spot on the University of Florida softball team. So baseball, as I understand it, Florida is first in the SEC in this division. That's something else again. So congratulations to them. There's a hidden sport here at the university that I really wish it was a viewer- Friendly, more viewer friendly uh, ability to see it. And that is lacrosse. Uh, lacrosse is really a rugged, rugged sport. And I have never been able to get out there and get close enough to see lacrosse, um, only see clips of it. But I got to say, that is some courageous young ladies, from what I can tell, carrying a stick with a ball in it and throwing at each other. And the University of Florida apparently has a very good lacrosse team. Good for them. Good for them. Well, there's some things going on locally here that I want to give you an update on that you wouldn't know, I don't
0: think, unless you tuned into the Word Scott Files today. And it can end up being quite exciting. Let me take you down memory lane a moment. You know that our very own investigator-instigator, Mark Glazer,
1: has single-handedly led the charge on dispelling the myth
0: of that there are ever any ineligible voters. Well, that's been dispelled and proven and
1: he has time and again found them and it hasn't been all that difficult. And the thing is, they voted. And you say, well, it wasn't statistically significant. Well, but they voted in the local stuff too, so could it be there? And remember, remember, didn't take much to be statistically significant in the Gillum DeSantis race. So to bring you up to date now, there have been ten voters illegal charged and prosecuted. Uh, there have been this is in our Larchum County area. There have seven here that
0: have taken the deals. Okay. There are eight more who are scheduled for plea deals. And what's going on today is interesting. Right now, as we speak, downtown in the courthouse, jury selection for the ninth illegal voter who's claiming he's not illegal. He was trapped by, guess who? Kim Barton and T.J. Pichet. They came into the jail and told him he could vote. So he voted. And now he's being charged with voting illegally. And he's putting up a fuss. His name is John Boyd Rivers. He's putting up a fuss. I'm not gonna put up with this. I want a trial by jury. And so as we speak, the instigator investigator is in the courtroom watching the jury selection. Now his lawyers, Mr. Rivers' lawyers, are from the ACLU and the Southern Poverty Law Organization. Of course, protecting, if you will, or advocating for the charter officer, Barton, and her employee will be the state attorney's office, as I understand it. Now, the jury selection began at 8:30. So it's 9:18 now according to what I'm looking at. And um that's interesting, is it not? In the most interesting form of justice, if you will, there will be a jury seated. There will be a trial. And Kim Barton and T.J. Pichet, who took the fifth when the
1: FDLE came and knocked on his door a couple of years ago. How so long it takes
0: the wheels, the wheels of justice to creep. He may take the fifth on the stand. But they're going to have to raise their hand if this goes through as a trial. And tell the public in the world what they were doing when they went into the jug and signed people up after the governor said, don't do it. And they knew the governor said, don't do it. Always zuckerbucks Zuckerbucks, if you recall, pumped $700,000 into Alachua County. Absentee ballots, all under the name of COVID. Helping people
1: vote during COVID. Really and truly. An old friend of mine used to say really and truly. And I used to say, you know, really is truly and truly is really, so you don't need both. But it sounded much better to say really and
0: truly. Really and truly. That's what got Biden elected. The absentee balance, the mail-in balance, and nobody ever knows who the hell signed them. And they're proliferated by Zuckerbucks and Zoros and these guys. And it became acceptable. And it queered the election. Really, there's no accountability. Now, see, you see, you can still claim that it wasn't fraudulent. Because you can't check the veracity of those absentee ballots at will. Plantation Mark takes issue with the Southern Poverty Law. It's true. But, Mister John Boyd Rivers can't afford his own attorney, Mark, or should he have to pay for one? So, in this case, this interesting group, the ACLU, and that crowd, yes. They're liberals.
1: Isn't that funny? They're known, ACLU, and Southern Poverty Law, as
0: a liberal organization. They're in here defending a man who was signed up by liberals. That's the wrinkle that's so interesting. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. A hapless soul in the jug, signed up by liberals who were financed by liberals, who's being defended by liberal organizations. And I have no idea if this thing will go all the way through.
1: Probably uh, the, uh, the liars for Barton and TJ. We'll try to get this thing settled somehow, some way. So don't be surprised if it isn't, so that they don't have to get up and raise their hand. But isn't it interesting? I just ticked off the numbers, 10 and 7 and 8. So we've got 25 people there. And Mr. John Boyd
0: Rivers is the only one who says, hey, wait a minute. This thing ain't right. Why am I being held to the music? I was just sitting in the jug. And by the way, they came in the jug during COVID. I was just sitting in the jug, and along came the clipboard and said, Wow. So we'll be getting a call perhaps uh, later today. I'll be checking in with the instigator investigator
1: and we'll figure out hopefully for you uh, what's going on and have that update tomorrow. There are two or three scenarios, as I say, it could ensue.
0: You could have a trial run all day, have witnesses, people under oath, a whole bit, or you could, have something settled. At any rate, it's made it at least to the courtroom. And I can tell you now, this story might make it to the national story. Because, you know,
1: the whole story is everything was hunky-dory for that election. But we know, and we'll get into this a little bit after the break,
0: we know the extent to which the cover-up protected, right? Biden's family crime organization. All the people who have studied it call it a family crime organization. I mean, that's the term that's being used. And the crime goes clear all the way into the deep state. The deep state exists. Don Printer Bailey, go to Rumble. Go to Rumble. We're on live right now on Rumble. I'm just watching the chat box here. So the deep state, and I've got an article here I may get
1: into with you. Pretty thorough analysis of it's in the Wall Street Journal.
0: Covered all all this up. They hated Trump. You know, it's really, really weird, isn't it? So this little trial right here, close to home, down the street, so to speak, has got a lot of ramifications. Got a lot of things to offer. It's more than just a footnote in the national story. Because if there were enough states that had enough Mark Glazers, I'll assure you, you'll find a lot more of this in other states. But there are not that many Mark Glazers. And there are not that many Word Scott files. Because we air it. We push it. We want you to know about it. So, yeah, the interesting thing is lefties defending a. And this guy
1: in the jail is not a newcomer to the jail. He's been around in jails for a long time. And in fact, one of the reasons he's interested in doing this, I'm told, is because he's really already done his time in the jug waiting for this trial.
0: So if he were to lose, he can't get any more time. He's already done it. That's the way I kind of understand it.
1: But the expert on it really is Mark, who is there now as we speak about this. So I'll be watching the chat line if you've got any questions. Um, hello, Tim Martin. And um, we'll be right back in a moment. We'll do the weather and we'll be right back with you in a moment on Ward Scott Fox. on demand and in crisis as a first responder for 18 florida counties and the southeast from texas to virginia we are proud of this rare accomplishment lewis oil delivers There are a few tickets left for Gainesville's Best Pig Roast and Special Whiskey Debut. Sunday, May 21st from 2 to 5 p.m., Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is roasting a whole pig and sipping Piggyback Rye Whiskey. Join us at Vicer's Rooftop for the release of Spurrier's Piggyback Rye's Private Label Barrel Select Whiskey. We'll have specialty drinks, games, raffles, plus each ticket includes your own bottle of Spurrier's Piggyback Rye Whiskey to take home. Go to Spurriers.com to get your ticket to join 125 of your friends at the Rooftop Pig Roast before we sell out. This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. The Ward Scott Files Premium Sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, Large Enough to Serve You, Small Enough to Care. Melvin Law, the only official injury partner of the Florida Gators. The Ward Scott Files Gold Sponsors are Lewis Oil Company, Shoot GTR, On-the-Spot Dry Cleaners, r and Construction, and Style Cuts. If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.awardscottfiles.com, and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Wardscott Files. And remember, if you like the show... Thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us.
0: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
1: Or that very much surprises me that you've never been tased. You can't handle the truth. All bees poop.
0: Warthog. Steps. He's gonna come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Steps. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pat him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! All right, Ward's Weather Report brought to you by Lewis Oil Chevrons. Fossil fuel, by golly,
1: fill up with fossil fuel. Hey, you know, it's um, heating up. going we'll to be up to about 90 here in our God's country today. It's about 71 right now. Grass is growing. We're getting patchy rain. Some people are getting clobbered. Others are just sort of uh, getting drizzled here and there. No, I have not done the naked rain dance. I don't believe I need to do it. Maybe we'll get some more rain today. Maybe we'll get some rain tomorrow. So uh, hang in there. We'll probably uh, find you somewhere. With a Just don't get struck by lightning. There's a place uh, here not too far from us, a nice a facility, a nice home uh, that was struck by lightning called fire. Really scary. I don't know what ever happened to lightning rods. Uh, my um, grandparents in the country used to have lightning rods on each corner of their house. And um, I don't know. I don't see lightning rods anymore. Anybody knows anything about them? Why mall ears? I thought I'd tell you about a story that's going on in Key Largo, Florida, and in my mind, it has to do with weather. Um, the as um, a university professor there, who has broken a record. According to AP, has written this article, who has broken a record, and Lloyd Bailey's on here. So I want to see what Lloyd says about this, uh, Lloyd. This university professor in down in Key Largo, you may know about this, sir, has broken a record for the longest time living underwater without depressurization.
0: He's at the Florida Keys Lodge for scuba divers. Florida Keys Lodge for scuba divers. Joseph Duturi, 74th day, residing in
1: Jules' Undersea Lodge, which is situated at the bottom of a 30-foot deep lagoon in Key Largo.
0: He went down there March 1st. He goes by the moniker Dr. Deep Sea. He ate a
1: protein-heavy meal of eggs and salmon, prepared using a microwave, exercised with resistance bands, did his daily push-ups, and took an hour-long nap. Unlike a submarine, the Lodge does not
0: use technology to adjust for the increased underwater pressure. There's a reason for this. There's science exploring this. I'm going to get to that in a moment.
1: The previous record was 73 days, 2 hours, and 34 minutes. And it was set by two Tennessee professors at the same location in 2014. This guy, he plans to stay at the lodge until June 9th. And that'll be 100 days. And he will have completed an underwater mission dubbed... Project Neptune 100. Um, the mission on this combines medical and ocean research along with educational outreach. And it was organized by the Marine Resources Development Foundation that owns the habitat. Now, he hold, this man holds a doctorate in biomedical engineering and is a retired U.S. Naval officer. Now, his research includes daily experiments in physiology to monitor how the human body responds to long-term exposure to extreme pressure. Now, here's the kicker. The idea behind all this is to populate the world's oceans. Huh? No, don't make a joke. Don't say send the migrants there. The idea is to populate the world's oceans, to take care of them by living in them and really treating them well. So his mission includes conducting online classes and broadcast interviews. He has a digital studio beneath the sea. During his last 74 days, he has reached over 2,500 students through online classes in marine science and more with his regular biomedical engineering courses at the University of South Florida. Now, he says he loves living under the ocean, but there's one thing he says that he really misses. I'll give you two guesses. And the first one doesn't count. What do you think is the first thing this scientist really
0: misses? It is the sun. He never gets to see
1: a sunrise, a sunset, or the sun. That's the thing he misses most on this experiment. And you believe it, there you are. I thought that
0: was an interesting weather story. Wow. Well, well, well. Ted Yoho sent me, oh, just a few minutes ago, an interesting article that is on Fox. And I thought I'd share with you. And it shouldn't come as any surprise to you. <clears throat> it really shouldn't. Are you ready? A former aide, your representative, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Are you ready for this? It won't surprise you is now a senior official with the New York State Communist Party. Huh? The New York State Communist Party. Let me just stop for a moment and talk about New York State. I ran across this. I believe it was in Daily Caller, maybe Breitbart. Jean Carroll, the woman who accused Trump of rape, assault and defamation. After 30 years, how in the world, well, she has revealed this last Wednesday that she helped New York Democrats change a state law so then she could take Trump to trial and sue him. You know, I cross-referenced that with Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez's aide. Becoming a member of the New York Communist Party, the state governor Kathy Hochul—I think how you say her name—she's nuts.
1: She signed the Adult Survivors Act, is what
0: this thing is called, the Adult Survivors Act, into law in 2022. The legislation in this law that E. Jean Carroll helped get passed so then she could use to sue Trump allows a one-year look-back window for survivors of sexual assault. Are you ready for this? To sue their alleged abuser quote, regardless regardless of when the abuse occurred, end quote. Can you believe it? If New York had not passed this law, Carroll would not have been able to bring the case. They passed the law in 2022. I've never heard anything quite so weird. We need to cue the sound back up. We don't have the sound up there, production. Thank you, Tim. I'm waiting to see it cue back up. Tell me if it does. Now, this window, oh, the truck backing up sound. Oh, I don't know what he's talking about then.
1: Good enough. Thank you, production, for coming on. I, it's Tim Martin, so I don't know what. Uh, oh, he's got a truck backing up sound. Beep, beep, beep. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, anyway. anyway, thank you. I'm looking at the chat line just trying to make sure everything's honky-dory for you. But isn't this crazy? Let me just go back over this. I mean, this is this is stranger than fiction. They pass a law, the governor signs it, a female, called the Adult Survivors Act, signs it in 2022. Then it allows
0: these women, women, as Truman Capote used to say it, to go back whenever without any... Evidence really all because they want to say that if it were not for this law, women would remain silent. And Carol has said that it's a brilliant law. The alleged rape that Carol is brought this case under this 2020 law. Took place in 1995. I ain't got fingers and toes. i say 95, 2000 would be, that's 28 years. 28 years. Now, the next thing they're going to do is try to get this Marine guilty. New York. New York. So this aide, former aide, to Alexander the cortez is now a senior official in the New York state communist party. She worked for Ocasio-Cortez in 2020. She earned about 35 grand then.
1: And after she worked for the Congresswoman, she was named co-chair of the New York communist league by the people's world, which is a publication of the communist party. And now The publication
0: lists Medina as serving on the executive committee of the New York State Communist Party. And she makes no qualms about it. She says, I am a communist.
1: But I work for AOC and help start Queens, DSA's Electoral
0: WG, whatever that is. So I'm definitely a utility worker for the Democrats, she says. And she's quoted as saying, Communism is good and it shouldn't scare you. She says she subscribes to the Marxist Leninist Robesonist thought, which is a reference to Karl Marx, Vladimir Lenin, and Paul Robeson. You know, I mean, what do you you expect? I mean, literally, what do you expect? Meanwhile, meanwhile, get this. Get this. Fort Benning. Now, who hasn't heard of Fort Benning? I mean, when I went to military school, Fort Benning was kind of the be-all, end-all. That's where you went to really become the, the ultimate. I believe the ranger school was there. Well, guess what? Fort Benning was named after a Confederate commander who had advocated for Georgia's succession from the Union. How come it took them all this years to find that out? And by the way, just let me add this in here. You know, I covered Royal Jordan War with the other day. Slavery was in the South. And it was more humane than not. Because as I went through it, you all worked together on the land and lived together. Racism was in the North. You did not live together in the North. You economically segregated Black and white in the North. Hence, the projects and the ghettos in the North. In the rural life of the South, you work the land together. Right behind me is 40 acres with a great friend who lives there. I don't even think of him as black. It's just another friend, another farmer. We rely on each other. We need each other. We share a fence line. If I get a cow out, he helps me put it in. He gets a cow out, he help me put it in. Come on, come on, quit this BS. But no, and by the way, the South was against federal power and God knows what fight is being fought right now. Federal power overreach, ain't nothing changed. That's coming, Lloyd. Changing the name of Gainesville. They will not, though, change the name.
1: Lloyd's on a roll here. I'm watching the chat line. They will not change the name
0: of the Regional Transit Building, which has, she's in the jailhouse now, Corrine Brown's name on it. Now that's an actual criminal. So the base's new name, Fort Moore, Honors Army Lieutenant General Harold Hal Moore, a 1945 graduate of West Point. I'm not going to besmirch him. But I'm going to say, what's the deal here? This is what Russia did. Stalingrad. I'm just reading through the article here. Monday, the Army changed the name of Fort Hood in Texas to Fort Cavazos. The Army is going to rename nine bases in 2023 based on recommendations from the Department of Defense's naming commission. Which plans to remove titles and insignia that reference the Confederacy. The Confederacy and the war against Yankee aggression, which is what the Southerner calls the Civil War, is the most misrepresented war. Probably of any war I know of. And if you want to really read it, you read the great Southern literature, particularly William Faulkner. And you'll get a feel or what was going on It's very, very complicated. It's very complicated This has just come out. All the show has been running At least five whistleblowers have come forward to allege,
1: five now, to allege wrongdoing
0: by the Biden family in connection with business schemes and corresponding cover-ups. The whistleblowers are in addition
1: to a multitude of witnesses that Republican members of Congress have interviewed behind closed doors. Right, Bart? Just put this out. It just came
0: across the Internet. There are five points here I want to go through with you before the show ends. Number one, whistleblowers say the FBI has evidence Joe Biden was involved in the family business schemes. Two, former Hunter Biden partner Tony Bobulinski met with the Senate investigators to turn over information. He says he personally met with Uncle Joe and Hunter Biden in
1: 2017 for an hour to discuss the Biden's family business plans for a Chinese energy
0: deal. The deal included 10% held by Hunter or the big guy. Three, an ex-White House aide says the FBI
1: ignored Joe Biden's role in
0: Ukraine business dealings. Remember how they try to blame all that Ukraine stuff on Trump. Point four. An IRS whistleblower says the Biden administration has blocked a hunter tax fraud. You remember how Obama turned the IRS loose on the Tea Party? You remember that? Now, you know, people ask me every day, will this make a difference in the 2024 elections? I don't know. I, I don't know. Liberals are so, they don't use logic. They don't use evidence. They use emotions. Point five. A whistleblower says that Joe Biden bribery allegations were flagged to the Department of Justice in 2018. A former federal prosecutor by the name of Bud Cummins
1: first reported the bribery allegations to then New York U.S. attorney Jeff Berman on October 4, 2018. In an email claiming he had evidence that Joe Biden had, quote, exercised influence to protect, end quote, his son's Ukrainian employer, quote, in exchange for payments to Hunter Biden, Devin Archer,
0: and Joe Biden, end quote. Huh? Huh? Covered up? To keep that out of the, is the allegation. To keep that out of the news or the election. Well, well, well. Let me check the chats here. By the way, in case to close out here on the war, the war against Yankee aggression,
1: much of what is going on now between Russia and Ukraine, and we're championing.
0: Ukraine is similar to what went on between the northern states and the southern states, and the war gets Yankee aggression. Practically, it's practically 100% analogous with the exception that the joker in the deck that has always been used to confuse the real issues is slavery. And who was hurt from that? The blacks themselves. Because slavery was more humane and monstrous. Racism was in the North and had no humanity to it at all, and still doesn't. Still doesn't. very, Very interesting. That story has never, ever been told properly, unless you research it carefully and read the literature. Have a great day. Lord, hope Command Center up.